Welcome to the audio description of the program for Malima's Tale, a Burning Coal production. Burning Coal Theatre Company, Jerome Davis, Artistic Director, and Simi Kastner, Managing Director, presents Malima's Tale by Lynn Nottage, directed by Anna Radalescu, Stage Manager, Sunita Liu. Content warnings include racist language, simulated gore, simulated violence against an animal, simulated animal death, abstract violence, misogyny, racial and cultural tensions, flashing lights, and loud sounds. Sponsors for this production include the Residence Inn of Downtown Raleigh and their rooftop restaurant, Tenth and Terrace, WCPE, the Classical Station, and Smith Anderson Law Firm. Artistic Director Statement. Our artistic director, Jerome Davis, composed a poem inspired by this play. Malima the elephant is dead, killed for his ivory tusks. Malima the elephant is dead. The majestic old bull elephant brought down before his time for a few pieces of silver coin. Malima the elephant, who graced the great plains of Africa for generations, is no longer able to stride across great pitches of green to stride through the underbrush, leaving awe in his wake. His very presence and honor to those who beheld him. Malima the elephant is dead, kill by poachers for money. But Malima has not gone away, no. Malima the elephant now haunts the dusty trails, haunts the Silk Road, now haunts the Autobahn, the A7, the Natchez Trace, and even old Route 66. Malima the elephant is on a search. He knows who took his tusks. He looked them in the eyes as they did it and saw the fear, the hunger, the disgrace at being brought to this. No. Malima is not looking for who took his tusks. He is looking for whom the tusks were taken. And he will lumber silently, watchfully, hauntingly down every street and highway, every back road and trail, until he finds us. About the play. There's a ghost on the ivory highway. It follows the tusk of an elephant across thousands of miles over land and sea and feels each hand it touches along the way. Who is culpable in this underground global market? Can we learn from Malima's tale? Burning Coal's production of Malima's tale was choreographed by Willie Hinton. Our production stage manager is Sunita Liu. Lighting design by Christopher Popowich. Scenic design by Xinyuan Li. Properties designed by Joel Soren, sound design by Emma Hasselback, scenic charge by Meredith Riggin, our master electrician is Barry Jacob, dramaturgy by Jordan Lichtenheld, and study guide by Eric Kildo. Set description. Audiences come in to see a large hollow tusk in the center of the space. It is roped off as if in a museum. The body of the tusk is covered with ivory-white canvas. The sides will open as the play progresses to reveal a rib cage of curved wood support beams. 
Inside of the tusk contains rooms in different settings throughout the play, including a Wildlife Federation office in Nairobi, Kenya, a beachside restaurant in Mombasa, Kenya, a Vietnamese customs office, and more. Actor Descriptions Preston Campbell, playing Malima, will enter the space first. He is a bald African-American man who stands at about six feet tall. He wears asymmetrical, billowing ivory pants with a cinched hem just past his knees. Draped over his shoulders is a gray, sleeveless overcoat. When his overcoat is torn from him, sashes of red fabric, blood, are revealed. After his death, Lynn Nottage describes Malima's appearance for the rest of the play as follows. Malima slowly transforms into his tusks, streaking his face and body with ivory dust in a ritualized manner. Over the course of the play, Malima continues to transform, becoming whiter. However, traces of his brown skin should always be visible. As Malima journeys through the play, he leaves a white streak of dust on every person he encounters. Residue. A stain. A mark of complicity. Ada Chang, playing player three, enters next. She is a five-foot-tall Chinese-American woman with thick, shoulder-length black hair. She wears boots caked in mud, brown cargo pants, a distressed green rain jacket, and a dirty gray shirt beneath. She clutches an AK-47. As Malima's tusks are transported across the world, player two takes on different characters at different places in the world, including a shady Chinese businessman, an American captain of a ship, and more. Her first entrance is with player two as Somali poachers chewing cot, a plant similar to tobacco. Sean Delgado Cruz, player two, is an inch or two taller than player three, a Hispanic American man with black, short, curly hair. His first costume mirrors player two's, muddy boots, brown baggy cargo pants, but he also wears a camouflaged vest, long sleeve beige shirt, and an olive fabric wrapped around his head. He clutches a hatchet. Throughout the play, player two takes on different people around the world, including a Kenyan park ranger, a Vietnamese customs officer, and more. Player one, played by Khalil Lasaldo, enters last. He is an average height Arabic man, bald. He is stocky and barrel-chested. His first character, a Kenyan businessman, wears black loafers, pressed gray slacks, a navy button-up blue shirt, and a luxury watch. As location changes throughout the play, player one takes on different characters, including the Kenyan director of wildlife, a caterer, and more. Preston Campbell is a Raleigh native who has appeared in numerous theater productions around the city. After receiving his Bachelor of Arts in Drama from the University of North Carolina at Greensboro in 2006, Preston has been in productions such as A Raisin in the Sun at Raleigh Little Theater, Coriolanus at Bear Theater, and Psycho Beach Party, Equivocation, Course Acting Show, and a pre-recorded production of The Complete History of Comedy Abridged at Theater in the Park. Preston made his Burning Cold debut in the Royale and has been in their productions of The Normal Heart, Ash and Johannesburg, Camelot, 
The Life of Galileo, Art, and The One Man Show, Nine Lives. Preston's most recent theater appearance was the Justice Theater Project's production of All the Way, where he portrayed the role of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Sean Ike Delgado Cruz is a 2020 Greensboro College graduate with a major in acting and minor in dance. Some of Ike's previous roles include Lancelot Gobo in the Virginia Shakespeare Festival production of The Merchant of Venice and Chief Roundhead in Tecumseh, an outdoor drama. More recently, Ike has been touring as a part of the Newt Work Comedy Group performing in festivals across the East Coast. Ada Chang is a local theater artist born and raised in North Carolina. She previously worked in San Francisco, California on such productions as Curtains the Musical, As You Like It, Bat Boy the Musical, and Heathers the Musical. She's very excited to be working with Burning Coal for the first time. In her free time, Ada enjoys hiking, baking, and playing with her cat. Khalil Lasaldo is an actor, writer, professor, and solo performance artist who is happy to be working with the good people of Burning Coal and the artists on this project. Past favorites include Cassius in Julius Caesar at the Tennessee Shakespeare Company, the dinosaur in Skin of Our Teeth at Playmakers Repertory Company, and Jonathan in the play that goes wrong at Theater Raleigh. Always grateful to be in the triangle and grateful to Leo, Dave, and teachers. Choreographer. Willie Hinton, a native of New York, began dancing at the age of 16 at Enlow Gifted and Talented Magnet High School in Raleigh, North Carolina. Upon graduating, Willie attended the University of North Carolina School of the Arts. Willie has toured nationally and internationally with the Rebecca Kelly Dance Company, Jubilations Dance Company, the Philadelphia Dance Company, and Dance Kaleidoscope. He was also a guest dancer with Chuck Davis's African American Dance Ensemble. Willie is also a passionate teacher and choreographer and has taught all around the Triangle, as well as in Bolivia and Kenya. Some of his choreography credits include North Carolina State University's Panoramic Dance Project, the Justice Theater Project's The Color Purple, as well as the Dance Institute of Washington, the National Dance Institute of New Mexico, and the School of the Performing Arts in the Richmond community. Presently, Willie is on staff at City Ballet of Raleigh, Cary Ballet Conservatory, Graceful Expressions Dance Education, and the School of the Carolina Ballet. Dramaturg Jordan Lichtenheld is a dramaturg, director, and actor currently based in North Carolina. In the fall of 2020, she graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder with a bachelor's degree in English literature, as well as minors in business and theater. Previously, Jordan has directed productions at Burning Coal Theater Company, including Forever and Nine Lives. During her last semester at CU Boulder, Jordan was the dramaturg for the theater and dance department's production of The Laramie Project. Currently, Jordan holds the position of resident dramaturg at Local Theatre Company, a nonprofit theatre company based in Boulder. Jordan is also a proud member of Burning Coal Theatre Company's Board of Directors. Assistant Stage Manager, Sydney Kane. Sydney is thrilled to be backstage in their first Burning Coal production. 
Their recent credits include Schwartzy in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee at Raleigh Little Theater and Lois Van Zandt in Murders in the Air at Panther Creek High School. They would like to thank the cast and crew for allowing them the opportunity to learn and grow in their experience behind the scenes. Assistant Stage Manager Chloe Thielen is a recent UNC Wilmington graduate with a BA in Communication Studies and a BA in Film Studies. After a four-year break from theater, she is excited to be backstage again and thankful to have the opportunity to work with Burning Coal Theater for the first time. In previous years, Chloe had only worked with Holly Springs High School's theater company on a variety of shows, including The Phantom of the Opera, Peter Pan, and many more. She hopes everyone enjoys the show. Scenic designer Lee Shenyuan Lee is a scenic and lighting designer and visual artist based in California and Shanghai. In the U.S., his designs include What If and Only Air at Burning Coal Theater, Red Oleanders at UC Riverside, The Water Station at UMass Amherst, The Dream Play at UMass Amherst, and Reemergence at Park Hill Orchard. He has assisted George Sipin and James F. Ingalls all over the world. Lee also teaches scenic and lighting design at Occidental College. He worked as a freelance resident and touring lighting designer in more than 30 theaters and venues in China. Sound designer Emma Lee Hasselbach is a multidisciplinary theater artist based in New York City working as a sound designer, writer, director, and educator. Recent projects include Trigger Man with Identity Crisis Ensemble, Dream of Rays with Here, Turning Krasniki with Parody Productions, ODY with Philly Fringe, and What If Only and Air at Burning Coal. Emma is a graduate of Fordham Lincoln Center, a member of Wing Spaces 2022-2023 cohort, and works as a teaching artist for various organizations throughout New York City. Costume designer Calypso Michelet is a French designer and visual storyteller based in New York City. She received her MFA from the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Her recent works include set and costume designs for Fauna at Torn Page, Cadillac Crew with WAM Theater, Many Patterns One Cloth at the University of Massachusetts, Futurity at Trinity College, Life Sucks at Keene State College, and AKA Free Voices of the Forest, a touring show in Europe. When she is not working in her studio or traveling around the globe, Calypso enjoys writing and illustrating children's tales in collaboration with artists, including musicians. Properties and Technical Director. Joel Soren received his BFA from NYU and is a theatrical director, technical director, and designer. He also was a production manager for the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute and Paul Taylor Dance Company. Joel has designed lighting, sound, costumes, projections, properties, and scenery for live performances in spaces ranging from inhabited studio apartments to the New York Hall of Science, as well as off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway in New York City. Joel has most recently worked as the prop master for Carolina Ballet's productions of Dracula and the Nutcracker and is happy to return as a technical director at the Burning Coal Theater. Scenic Charge Artist, Meredith Riggin. 
Meredith is a North Carolina-based artist and is excited to be returning to Burning Coal Theatre Company for a sixth season. After receiving her bachelor's degree in scenic art from the University of North Carolina School of the Arts, Meredith has worked as the scenic charge artist at several theaters around North Carolina, including the Carolina Ballet, William Peace University, Half Pint Theater, Sweet Tea Shakespeare, Triad Stage, City Arts Greensboro Children's Theater, the Winston-Salem Theater Alliance, ECU Lowson Playhouse, along with several freelance jobs, such as repairing sculptures for the Greensboro Children's Library and the Raleigh International Festival. Costumer and Board Op. Kelly Bynitsky has been in and around the theater spaces in Raleigh and Chapel Hill for she can't remember how long. She started her foray into theater when she was in middle school, pretty much at the end of the Dark Ages, and has been involved in theater here and there for many years. She participated in and worked in theater at Carolina and has theater education certification K-12 through for the public schools, as well as various other certifications for teaching Smurfs of all ages. Board Op. Bobby Kaufman is a versatile actor, director, singer, juggler, lighting designer, and playwright. As an actor, Bobby's favorite roles are Oscar in On the 20th Century, Jesus in Godspell, many times, Nathan Detroit in Guys and Dolls, many times, Flute and Thisbe in A Midsummer Night's Dream, John Dickinson in 1776 with Burning Coal Theatre Company, and Charlie Davenport in Annie Get Your Gun with North Carolina Theatre. Bobby has performed in so many plays for decades that he doesn't know how old he is. He's performed so many roles that he doesn't know who he is. All he knows at his age is that he's happy to be somewhere. The next section of the program will be read by Jerome Davis, Artistic Director and Co-Founder of Burning Coal Theatre Company. He will talk about the history of Burning Coal and the building we perform in. The History of Burning Coal Theatre Company Burning Coal Theatre Company was established in 1997 by Jerome Davis and Simi Kastner. The company's goal is to emphasize works that are experienced viscerally, unlike more traditional linear plays where audiences are most often asked to observe without participating. Using the best local, national, and international artists available, we produce explosive re-examinations of overlooked classics, modern classics, and new plays that address ideas significant to our community. With this in mind, we strive to achieve high-energy performances with minimalist production values. The History of the Murphy School Originally constructed in 1908, the Murphy School Auditorium served Raleigh until 1977 as an elementary school. In the summer of 1960, the Raleigh City School Board met in this auditorium and voted to begin the desegregation of Raleigh City Schools. That fall, the first African-American student to attend an historically white school in Raleigh was admitted to the Murphy School. When Wake County took over the school system, they determined that the building was too small for the growing needs of the community and shut the building down. In 1991, a group of concerned citizens led by then-Mayor Smeed York 
and the Downtown Housing Improvement Corporation created from the classrooms a new housing facility for low-income senior citizens, but the auditorium sat empty for 31 years from 1977 until 2008 when Burning Coal was able to raise the money to renovate the old building and turn it into a state-of-the-art facility, as you see today. When we began the renovation, the building had no electricity, no HVAC system, no plumbing, plenty of holes in the walls, ceiling and floor, and certainly no theatrical equipment such as the lighting grid and equipment that you will see above you. In other words, it was a mess. The beautiful space we see today is the result of a lot of hard work by a lot of people in this community without whom we would never have been able to achieve this result. For that and for them, we are eternally grateful. Thank you for listening to the audio description of the program for Malima's Tale, a Burning Coal Theatre Company production.